Hello and welcome to Imitation of a Crime, the sincerest form of Ramjack. Greetings everyone, I am Alex, and joining us today for the podcast is our good friend Brad. Hello citizens, hello. We are continuing our marathon of TNT. Will we meet meet Soapy slash Sophie? Will we ever meet her is a question that I am sincerely asking myself week after week now. I I got a lot of questions about the credits. We'll get to it later, but there's a lot of things going on here. There's a lot of things going on on IMDb. A lot of things. There there were some things that happened in the background of this episode, Brad, Mm -hmm. that really, for me, hammered in where this is located at. Mm -hmm. And... A, a little, uh, a little bit of home, oh. a little bit of our our home, town, I, I, our home state I, I was caught in that. this. I did see that. When you see it, if you if you're from Tennessee, anytime you see the word, you're like, oh, there it is. Something's Tennessee's related. What's going on? Um, but more on that later. I would love, and I'm going to call this out, and I hope the universe aligns just blindly, that when Sophie slash Soapy comes onto the show, it's a missing persons, and she's like missing, <laughs> and they have to find her. Don't worry, you don't even see her till the end of the episode. And then they're all like, oh, Soapy, we're so glad you're back. (laughs) What'd I miss? A lot. A fucking lot, Soapy. She's a little bit afraid of Mr. T because she thinks he's a criminal because she wasn't there when he got (laughs) the charges lifted and the uh, the jury found, the second jury found him not guilty. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. Until that time, Brad, what's been going on? How's life? It's good. It's good. I uh, made mustard. Um, Ooh. Very excited about that. It finished fermenting today, and I put it in the refrigerator, so it looks looks pretty good. What kind of mustard is it? It's a, it's a spicy mustard. Nice. Very so, nice. Yeah, it's a mix of uh, brown and yellow mustard seeds. And, uh, yeah, very, cool. very excited. I never appreciated spicy mustard until I got older. There was something about it as a kid. I thought, what is this, like, spicy version of mustard? But I was a child with a limited palate. I mean, I, Alex, I, I love you dearly, friend, but let's not overestimate the limits of your palate currently. True. I saw, uh, was it this week that you texted me the, the image of your octopus? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, also, I'm also living the, the hot pot life now. Yeah, at home. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I got some, got some octopus, um, had it Friday. Something different. Yeah, why not? Different texture, different feel. But but now I'm in I'm in the mustard making game. I think I'm about to get into the uh, into the uh, fermenting, uh, making ginger beer game. Oh wow, man! Um, Going all in. Got got some 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 pineapple things happening. Listen, I'll, I'm I'm getting deep in the game. Getting deep in the game. Making making up all my stuff. Fermenting everything. So can you elaborate on pineapple thing? Um, I what is it called? You don't I, have to if you don't want to, friend. No, I just it's can't okay, remember but... the name. Um, what is it that um the fermented pineapple drink? Um, I don't know. Tapache. Awesome. Yeah. So that's that's I think is next on the horizon. That and also working on a ginger beer are the are the are the next things. I got some bottles, so uh, just gotta, I just gotta get like some big jars to actually uh, start the fermenting in. Not to make this the the fermentation podcast, but I am curious. How long does it take to ferment mustard? Mustard, oh, mustard is like three days. I I I, uh, I, I nice. started Saturday and it was it was ready to go in the fridge today. Very nice. Yeah, 
It's, uh, it looks good. It's uh, I, I it's got it needs a day to like mellow out in the fridge because right now it's it's super strong right now until it, until it's been in the refrigerator for about twenty four hours. Um, but I took like a little teenser taste and I was like, whoa, <laughs> strong, very strong, which I knew that going in. But um, looks good. It looks good. It's uh quite delicious. I'll send you a photo because I'm very excited. I listen. It, this all started with I'm going to I'm planning to uh, get into the pretzel making game. So I'm I'm, I'm planning to make pretzels. I got all the stuff to make pretzels. Um, but I was like, well, I think, like, if I'm going to make pretzels, I think I also want to make mustard to go with yeah. my pretzels. Um, so I was thinking about that in, like, a, like, a beer cheese situation. Um, but I was, I knew the, the mustard would take the longest to make. So I was like, I'll go ahead and make mustard and see how that goes. And then, like, in another week or so, I'll probably make pretzels. Are you going to get your own salt from salt water? Just like go all in on pretzels from the ground up? Um, I'm not. I'm not going to make my own salt. I got. I got lots of. Fla- I got. Listen. I got all kinds of salts though. I. I got. I got. I got flaky salt. I got kosher salt. I got every kind of salt. So I'm. I'm good. Just curious. I mean, I. I I'm on board for whatever experiments you want on this uh, drive toward homemade pretzels. Listen, it, listen Alex. It's. Summer's here. Listen, I know we were in a pandemic, but like I don't, I don't want to be leaving my house at all now because mm-hmm. it's summer. So I understand. I got, I just got to make everything myself now. It's too hot. This mustard looks awesome, by the way. Yeah, it's a, Brad it's, sent me pics. It's a beautiful mustard. I'm very excited to, to have it. Nice. Keep us posted. I can't yeah. wait to see pictures of these pretzels. So I'm gonna make the pretzels. I got the mustard. I'm gonna make like the beer cheese. I'm gonna 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 make uh, the ginger beer. What a wonderful way to start the summer. I mean, all I, all I really got to do is buy that uh, um, grinder attachment for my uh, for my KitchenAid mixer, and I can make up my own sausages, too. Like, I can go all the way in. I've heard of but have not seen these grinders. I have to look it up. But oh, yeah. that's that's a new level. It's, it's, grinding your own it's like a, it's like, sausage. I think it's like 30 or 40 bucks. Do you it. just attach it right to the, to the mixer. And, uh... Nice. Well, I mean, that's nothing. I mean, go ahead and drop it and make your own sausage. Uh, yeah, Get back at this. I don't really know. I don't really care about sausage that much. <laughs> I've never really been a sausage kind of guy. I'm more of a bait. Well, I was sausage for a while, I guess, but a different, not like the uh, link sausage, just normal sausage. I mean, um, I feel like that is normal sausage. But I have recently gotten more into bacon, which I know is worse for you, but ah. good bacon's good bacon. Yeah. Oh. Both are solid, but I don't want to make either one. <laughs> so don't even worry about it. You got enough going on over there. I got enough. I got enough. Um, I I was reading something in the news that I thought I'd bring to the, the podcast, Brad. I know a lot of people speculate how we're going to need to be concerned and question everything we see in the not-too-distant future because AI machine learning is really changing the game when it comes to deep fakes. Uh, making them a reality, uh, being able to impose anyone's face on anything, and what, what, how are you going to trust anything in the future? But video or pictures are not the only thing we are apparently going to have to worry about when it comes to deep fakes. We, we also know that people can synthesize audio, so anything that we've ever said, if, if you just have maybe a year's worth of podcasts, maybe a month off Ramjack, Brad, you can have digital versions of Brad and I easy peasy with uh, any type of these deepfake audio things. But yeah, audio, video, and Brad, now maps are the next deepfake to worry about. I, first of all, none of these things are things to worry about. But what the fuck is does the maps? Well, what are you gonna fake a map? What Brad? Brad researchers in Seattle found a way to hijack satellite images and then using AI, basically giving AI Photoshop, 
allow, gave the AI the ability to hide, like basically make a different version of the map that was realistic and could trick people into thinking that that's what the real map was. I could literally <laughs> do that myself. I can make a fake map. Like, <laughs> I don't think this is amazing technology. Yeah, Brad, but if you make it for yourself, how are you going to upload that to Google Maps and trick the masses? That's where this comes in. This is That's where this gets nefarious. Now, granted, Does they it? haven't done this either. What, how, yeah, they what, basically I, just wait, gave wait, this... Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. They haven't done this either. Then what's the <laughs> difference? So, in a closed-off box that wasn't connected to Google Maps, they did not tell this AI to hack Google Maps or Apple Maps and then upload new maps and then alter with deep fake map technology new maps and landscapes. They basically they just were like, hey, you know, it's, um, it's a fake map. It's not a deep fake. There's nothing deep. It's a fake map. Well, the thing is, it does make it look incredibly realistic from like a, I would say, a, a, an overhead perspective. But in the same way that, again, Photoshop content aware fill can make things look really, really realistic. Um, but it was able to make Washington, I think the city of Washington, and then also Beijing for some reason. They chose Beijing out of nowhere. Um, it, it, they borrowed pieces from each city and then plopped them down into these other ones. And it looked seamless. And they had it, I think, not just change the topographic map, but also like the road and everything so that it looked I mean it looked it would look weird from a city planner they'd think wait a minute why would you ever design a city like this why do the roads suddenly look completely weird this is strange but if you were just looking at it visually and you did not know about certain things looking at this map Brad you would be tricked into thinking that this was Seattle or Beijing. Well, I don't think... This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard because it's just a fake map. There's... Like, you've always been able to make fake maps. Fake maps have always been able to exist. They haven't uploaded this to Google. And if they did, people would soon realize this was a fake map when they were trying to use it to navigate and they couldn't get where they were going. So I don't think this has any practical purpose. Brad, they're calling it, I, I would say, like the the neo-classical version of deep fake maps, because we all know during um, <laughs> colonial era, I, there were fake maps everywhere. There were, there were deep fakes of maps of all over the world. Yeah, I got a map of the new world. I'll sell it to you. Hey, check um, out so this, this deep fake. It shows where the dragons are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a deep you fake. You want to see where the city of gold is? Hey, I got this cool map of the new world that shows you the city of gold. Wink. Deep yeah. fake. Yeah, deep fakes have never, nor will they ever be anything to worry about. And making fake maps is not a concern at all. Brad, you say that, but when another government takes over our Google Maps and uh, puts in place of their uh, nuclear facilities and or secret bases a forest or something that's just like a hill, you're going to think it's nothing to worry about. And really, I don't agree. I, don't know I, I would think that it's nothing to worry about. And it's something, again, theoretically, they weren't able to hack Google Maps and put these in there and trick people. It was just, okay, we have an AI that can do this. Now we have to have a nefarious agent to then hack and then put these in there to where no one would recognize it or understand that it's going on. And of course, people in Seattle would immediately understand that they're not going to the right direction if the, it, yeah, who's if this the map for? is weird. This, this, like, who, well, it's for the state, man. So they can hide stuff, Brad. Like, I guess. They already can hide stuff. It, yeah, but now they can hide they can hide from, things on a map? Like, yeah, first of all, things they maps. need to hide aren't on maps. Well, I mean, you, I, there's a lot of stuff Google Maps has found around the world that people probably didn't want them finding. 
well, that's is also, what they, they think in there's this. There's also uh, just, yeah, just mainly because of, like, fucking creepy-ass Google cars driving around and just taking photos of people. There's people things people don't want to see. Uh, true. But also, I mean, there's been a lot of good things that the satellite um, images have taken. Pub- like, corporations like Google uh, taking images from the sky. I mean, they found, like, shipwrecks, uh, cars that have been, like, left, a lot of cold cases suddenly. Oh, wait, wait a minute, let's go out to this lake. But, I mean, again, I, I it's something that they seem concerned about in, at uh, this university in Washington, so they trained an AI to do it. So, we have that technology if you ever want to make a fake-looking map. Most trick someone useless into thinking. technology. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty Wildly useless. Wildly <laughs> useless technology. We don't need fake map technology. It Brad, serves no purpose. It serves no purpose. Have you, I mean, obviously, I, I, I'm going to guess your take on this because I'm assuming it's similar to mine, but have you seen all the uh, hype about the Pentagon releasing all of its UFO Ugh, stuff? Fuck off. Like, I can't. I can't either, man. I like first first of all, like they do this like like every like 6 months to a year. Like this is all like it, this is just it, it's like three co- different kinds of scams. One, it's for idiots. Two, it's for oh, it's like a tricky way to um ask for more money. As though they possibly needed more money for the fucking Pentagon. But they get dummies that actually believe in alien shit to be like, oh wow, we should look into this more. And so you get Marco Rubio going on 60 minutes, like, I don't know, maybe there maybe there's something here. Who knows? I don't really know about aliens, but we should definitely look into this. AKA, let's give the Pentagon some more money. Like, it's fucking bullshit. It's absolute fucking asinine nonsense. And the only shit that's dumber than this is the people that are like the people that come out and say listen 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 i mean yeah i don't think aliens are coming to earth but like i mean you would be crazy to say there's not life else elsewhere in the universe first of all why does everyone have to preface that everybody always starts off with well you know you know no. listen yeah i don't believe there's spacemen coming to earth but i think it would it's it would be obnoxious to say there's no life somewhere in the universe um first yeah of those all, are First Unrelated all, ideas are... Yeah, those aren't even, like, those aren't in the same ballpark. But second of all, every, people, you people that love to think aliens are out there, like, you're always trying to soft-pedal with this. Well, there's gotta be, like, it would be it would be presumptuous to say that we're the only life on there. Do you know how rare life is? Like, like we found some dead life on Mars, kinda. And, like, so we know that the range that life as we know about it, um, of anything that we have an understanding of, can live in a very specific range like from a star (laughs) so you first of all you would have to find a planet with the right matter in the right distance of a star how many of those are out there like it there's not tons of life out there people and then the idea that there's some kind of intelligent life that's something like akin to our weird like there's only there's only been a handful of intelligent life forms on earth like and we killed off the other ones (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so like I, there's nobody building spaceships like that's fucking for sure like it's if we find life out there it's probably bugs like maybe we'll get lucky and find some dolphins or something like the well, it would likely be nothing nothing like the life on earth yeah even of if it was close but like um, i'm just saying of like intelligent level intelligence level oh yeah like and, i mean the, we, people act like oh well it's obvious there's life out there it's not it's not 
I mean, I under it's it's a bad argument from when they were they're making it, but I do get what I mean. We both get what they're trying to say, yeah, because you just said it. Like there, surely there is life somewhere in the gigantic cosmos. But the other thing that also I guess does a disservice to this, and I really wish they'd bring up in these things, is that okay, yeah, the odds of there being intelligent life out there that will be able to communicate with us at a distance that we could hear them astronomical, like not going to happen. Yeah, odds are very low. The odds of of us being able to ever see, even if we were communicated by them, visit them, also almost off the table for sure. Yeah. Because the scale of things in the universe is mind-blowingly huge in a degree that we forget about it, that it's hard for us to understand. For example, for the most part, every planet in our solar system could fit between the Earth and the moon. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. That's, one, the moon's pretty far from Earth. Mm -hmm. Jupiter, a fucking gigantic planet, can fit in that space with Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Mars, Venus, Mercury. Now, I say can fit. Actually, it would go a little bit into the moon, maybe slightly past it, but not by much. Um, Once they did some more, I, I would say, harder calculations. But it's... And those planets are crazy far from us. They are tiny compared to the gigantic universe. Yeah. No, there is nothing coming here. No, it's insane. <laughs> and like How? these motherfuckers that like to that like to say, well, I don't know if there's alien life out there. I mean, I don't think it's coming here. It's not coming here. And it's no. and it's very likely it doesn't exist. Like life could be very rare. And I don't. We can talk about how big the universe is, and it's it's most likely mathematically. Po- no, it's it's. We have no idea. We have absolutely no idea. Like that there's any life out there. There might be, might not be. There might be no other life out there. Like you also have to take into advance, like take into account all of the things that could just stop a planet, <laughs> like <laughs> like mass extinction events. Like those are, oh yeah, those happen a lot. Yeah, they've happened here many yeah. times. They've wiped out all the here. Like the so like life is rare, and these motherfuckers that like to pretend like, well, I don't think anything's coming here. Nothing's coming here. I promise you, nothing's coming here. Let's start with that. There's there might might possibly be some form of life somewhere else. It's not a given. It's not a mathematical probability. It's a possibility. But it sure as fuck is not coming here. And this fucking bullshit that the Pentagon Pentagon pulls is a fucking scam. And I don't know because... Okay, I given what they've they've shown, all the videos are crap. <laughs> Everything I've ever seen, even as a child, I thought this doesn't look real. This is strange. Um, but even the latest stuff they've shown, there was only one video I've seen of like the latest crop of them that I yeah. thought, oh wow, this is actually well done. Into fact that this looks like it could be real. Everything else, super grainy, super I like tight tight focus on a small thing, kind of moving, and mostly the narration of the people. People on the over the video are telling you what's happening. There's the one where they're tracking something over the ocean. Uh, it's going about uh, uh, 32 knots over here. Oh, big splash. I don't see a fucking splash. I can barely tell that there's something hovering over some other plane. Why does the Pentagon have such shitty cameras? And why are you showing me this in visual light? Do you not have infrared on this thing? Do you not have other type of like surveillance equipment? Because those images might be better because then you could see it go under the water and where it's going there, assuming it has heat. Anyway, the only one I've seen that looks nice as far as like, okay, that's interesting. Uh, But again, almost 100% fake are definitely not aliens. 
was there was one from the International Space Station, supposedly, that, oh, this is some footage from the International Space Station. And yeah, it looks like there's some sort of silver thing just out there hanging out. But is that a satellite that weird? I, I, who, I, it could be anything. Yeah. It's like lame production values, lame narrated videos that people have to tell you what you're seeing. It's like, well, why? It's just weird. Yeah. And then, but these then things, they, most of these things have a very reasonable explanation that like oh, yeah. could easily, that, like, and that's why I'm like, it's a, it's a fucking scam. Because like, these motherfuckers fuckers know that this shit is not a thing like there's now granted there's idiots everywhere there are idiots that are in the pentagon that some of them that probably like are talking on these videos or whatever like they probably think it's real because people are idiots everywhere like there's dummies all over the place um, oh yeah so i'm sure some of those people but the people up the people that are letting these stories go to like 60 minutes and all that shit like yeah that's bullshit. they know what they're doing oh yeah that's... like this is a fucking scam <laughs> I also, because if it was real and we were truly concerned about this, why would we fund the Pentagon? Because obviously if these things are working in the way that they say, like, oh, they're super fast, they, they don't, like, our technology can barely track them, there's no way we could ever, like, they're, like, hundreds if not thousands of years more advanced in technology than us, then there is nothing the Pentagon could do with any amount of money that would be able to, like, if it was a threat, stop it, right? I mean, I don't, I don't see why funding them is going to help. I would, um, if I was really going to put money toward, like, wouldn't you want to put it in a huge pool of stuff? Forget military. Let's unite the fucking planet and be like, all right, we've got something's going on here. Let's just get together and, like, put some money and see what it is. Maybe we could learn something from it. I don't want to trust the military with that at all. Well, friend, you're in the wrong country. I mean, yeah, I guess. But I like, think that's all major countries remember, at this point. Yeah, but this is the country that um, did Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Truth. Very true. Like, never forget. We fucking built the atomic bomb and then dropped two of them for no fucking reason. Yeah. And I really wonder what the people who made it thought about. I mean, I know because they've talked about it, um, but yeah, crazy. But I think I, I, I'm also on the hoax front because obviously it is. That's the truth. That's just what it is. And I can't wait until we find that out one day. And then we see all the deep fakes they were doing, including the map that perhaps okay. may play a role into this somewhere. Deep fake. Deep fake map. Deep? It's not It's not deep fake. Look, what's deep about it? There's nothing deep. It's just a uh, the fake only map. Thing, I think the only reason it has deep is the fact that AI helps make it. Which again, eh? Is anything that's AI driven at this point a deep so is something? Sky, is Skyrim a deep fake map? I maybe. If if it was generated by a computer and not by any auto generated thing, could be deep fake. You know, oh, I was looking and I can't Mario find the level. I can't find the Kingdom of Hyrule anywhere on Google Maps. This hmm. must be a deep fake. Ganon is at it again, hmm. cloaking his shit through fucking deep fakes. <laughs> Brad, what have you um? What have you been watching these these days? What's been going on um, on your, I, on your I, televisions? I I, uh, I watched Cruella. Ooh. Tell us everything. Thoughts, feels, spoilers. Um, it's a fun ride. It's a fun ride. I'll say I, I don't want to spoil anything because it's very good. Um, people should watch it. I enjoyed it. Um, I like. I, I really. I don't want to say anything at all because like I, I <laughs> there were a couple of things that I was not expecting that were amazing, <laughs> um, including some things that happened very early on. Um, but it's it's delightful. Um, fashions are amazing. So many fashions. Um, fashions really out of control. It's good stuff. Um, I was um listening to a podcast 
because I've I've had a lot of it. I, I don't know how if you can how you can spoil something like I mean There's I, I know a little bit. Of, I, I know a lot a little bit about the plot and but to me I'm like all right cool I guess, again I'm not a prudent person that uh, I would say gets distracted or you know deterred by spoilers. That's like fine with me. However, I from a fashion perspective, I was listening to a podcast where they had someone who's uh, that was highly knowledgeable in fashion across the uh, the centuries, and apparently the fashion in this is off the charts. Like someone really knew their shit and went to extreme links at lengths to like do certain things that were like just niche homages to things that you wouldn't know about unless you were super into fashion which i appreciate i am glad that disney has something like that inside of a movie called cruella de vil fashions were amazing but you you would definitely say fun ride anything else you want to say about it um i i i like i liked i liked disney's version of the joker um it was great it was, it was a good time. <laughs> is that what this is? You would say? I uh, yes, yeah, uh, yeah. I, like, Interesting. It's it's it lines up weirdly. It's great. Um, I, I I I I'm I am concerned about the movie that's just been announced. The uh, um the the uh, young Willy Wonka movie because I'm like I, I don't know how we're gonna meld these franchises <laughs> so that Cruella and Joker's kid has a movie. <laughs> I don't. A, a young Willy Wonka movie is not a good idea. No, it sounds terrible. Because the source material is racist, like just straight up. Yeah. Uh, especially if anything deals with the Oompa Loompas. And I don't think there's much about his childhood. It might be like a couple of pages in the original book. Yeah. Or like oh, yeah. maybe a chapter. But even then, it's like, nope, stay away from that, guys. Yeah. Well, in the in the, uh, the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka movie, it was like, was his father like a, a shitty dentist or something? Yeah. I don't know if that yeah, was, I don't dumb. remember if that was like from the book or, or if that was just what they did with that movie. I completely forgot about the Johnny Depp one until you just said it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, Danny Elfman music, so there's that. Oh, yeah. But I mean, beyond that, it's... Yeah, it's a, 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 a one and done. Didn't need another one. I, we, the original one with Gene Wilder is the best Willy Wonka. Of course. And of course. I mean, by leaps and bounds, leave it alone. So do you think, because they've done, Disney's done this with Maleficent. And now I guess with a, a Cruella, are we just going to get a whole bunch of Disney like villain movies? I'm I mean, on board if I'll, they're as cool as this. I'll tell you, I, listen, if they have if they, they have as many uh, rad fashions and cute dogs as Cruella, I'm all about it. Because there were some, also some amazing dog actors in this movie. Really? Oh, so great. I, I don't want to ask anything else because I know about what happened in 101 Dalmatians concerning dogs. And I, I'm assuming that it's not exactly that. Because how could you make... Is this PG-13? I'm assuming it has to be PG-13 given what I've seen in the trailers. Who knows? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know how kids would deal with at least well i mean how did kids deal with the original 101 dalmatians oh she wants to skin them and make a coat out of them Holy yeah they, they, what? They, they 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 don't they don't do that in this at all it's like that's just like that's just rumors in this and that's high stakes for a kid though in a original yeah. 101 dalmatian these cute puppies what's wrong like, with this I, woman? like i don't think like again i haven't seen the original you know i haven't seen that movie since i was a a small small child um so i have absolutely i like i remember nothing of it uh, but like clearly, clearly that the, those these two movies can't coexist. Like I, I yeah. Yeah, this is a reboot. 
if anything, right? I mean, but it's what it is. Yeah, it's completely different. There's no, there's no, there's no connective tissue. Interesting, and that's yeah, totally cool, totally fine. Yeah, I'm interested. Someone was talking about online. It's cool that we have all these villain movies. When am I going to see movies of the guys in these movies? We always get these with Disney princesses. What about the guys in these princess movies or these other Disney movies? And I'm thinking, who are who wants a story of? I mean, isn't the Beast part of that story? And then Aladdin? I mean, we have Aladdin. What are you talking about? We already have that. We don't need more of that, do we? But I guess Disney will mind whatever. I mean, I yeah, I'm like I, I again, I don't I don't know the, I I don't know Disney movies enough to know like what else is left out there. Tons, tons. I mean, is wh- who was the villain in Great Mouse Detective? Are we gonna get that movie? <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm trying to th- I, I, no I'm, I'm thinking they've explored a lot of the villains and other things I mean it, on, a, on, a, on a quasi related note there's been a big push in my house by the kids to eventually go to Disney World uh-huh. which I'm all for of course and my wife said she asked because she's she's kind of on the she doesn't really like amusement parks and she said hey you know would the kids even really enjoy it? They haven't seen a lot of the old Disney stuff. So like, if it's all about Disney, and I was like, no, 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 no. First off, Brad hasn't hasn't seen or doesn't remember a lot or doesn't appreciate animation. Yeah. And he loves Disney. Yeah. He had a blast. I was there beside him as we were going through the Magic Kingdom, and he was loving it. Like, I, yeah. If he can enjoy this, you can. And plus, Epcot, all these other places are more geared toward adults, so we would be fun. would be more than enough stuff for us to do also like also if she really just doesn't want to do parks like if you guys like i I mean i I don't know what your plan is or like what you're planning on doing but like if you just like go to like one of the resorts like like just hanging out around the resort is a fucking i mean it's nice like that's yeah one of the days when one of the uh days when claire was here we just uh did went around to all the different resorts Ooh. Yeah, because they've all got, like, nice restaurants, and they've got uh, just, like, cool, like, places to hang out and stuff, um, you know. And that's outside of just the amazing rooms and, like, you know, all that. But I'm going to go online and start researching it for the eventual, whenever we, assuming COVID ever really goes down, or we can at least manage it at a at larger scale level. Uh, yeah, I, yeah you trip. just definitely got to get down here at some point. I, um... I like I am and I I, just because it's you know I've been you know trapped indoors for a year um like man I really want to go to parks like I am I'm missing the theme parks so how does it work now that you guys don't have the passes didn't Disney discontinue those so okay so uh, well they they stopped issuing passes because now it's because lately it's well since COVID times well they've been reopened it's you have to basically the because it's a, a, a less amount of people they're letting into the parks right now um, and that's slowly going up and is probably all that's gonna go away soon um, but basically now you have to register and say you're coming to a park at a certain day if you still have an annual pass they're trying to keep, you know, the, the numbers down. But they're not issuing new passes. And I canceled my pass when they said, hey, if you want to cancel your pass because there's a pandemic, that's cool. So that's what I did. They haven't started reissuing them again. Like, I was seeing online that there's some, you can kind of some ways if you canceled your pass or want to renew, there's a way you can go there and they'll do it. I, I think they're probably going to reopen it in the fall. Because right now is the busiest time of the year anyway. And they wouldn't want to sell more passes to locals because tourism's booming right now and they are they're already at capacity pretty much well the capacity they're wow. having but Universal's still selling passes like they're they're not doing you know they, they never stop selling passes 
And California stopped, but California had to because Disneyland is, it's much smaller, like significantly mm-hmm. smaller. Like all, all, both parks at Disneyland are like together are like still smaller than just Magic Kingdom. Damn. As far as space wise. And like their parking situation is insane and like it's very bad. So like the prices already were like astronomical and like all these weird tiers. It makes sense that Disneyland would stop having passes. Like, and someday we may get to that in Florida. I doubt it. But because A, we've got more space, we have more parking, there's more parks. And like, they kind of need the annual pass holders for the slow times of the year. Like, and granted, you know, before COVID anyway, the situation was there weren't, even during slow times, it wasn't that slow as far as making money goes. (laughs) But they still, they still need it. So I think probably, probably August or September, they'll start selling annual passes here again. Nice. Yeah. Give back to the community that loves them. I yeah. mean, the locals only on that front. I mean, it's it's such a good deal, too, like, if you're local. And, I mean, they're still making shit on money off, off of locals. <laughs> but, like, I, man, I, yeah, I, would, I just want to go and walk around a park. On that subject, so Universal now, they've no mask at all required anywhere. Like, for a while, um, and Disney's still doing this, you have to have masks indoors, inside attractions. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. But now Universal's like, nope, you don't have to wear a mask at all if you don't want to. So there's that. So the shit I've been seeing on Facebook the past couple of days in, like, the Universal groups, like, people are like, okay, well, now that masks aren't required anymore, can they please start valet parking again? (laughs) You motherfuckers. Like, fuck off. Like, no, there's a goddamn pandemic. You can't force workers to, like, ride around in your deathmobile. Park your own goddamn car. I mean, numbers are way down, but nowhere near the amount of people that need to be vaccinated are vaccinated. Yeah, not that down. It's Florida. (laughs) So, I mean, things were all ready for a rocky start. Yeah, no, you can't. No, no. Yeah. I mean, Universal should be shut down on principle, given what everything you've just told me. It's like, nope, Universal, you have to take a break. You have to... I'm telling you, it's like fucking hell. It's so annoying. It sucks, man. Yeah. I mean, granted, this fall, um, Halloween Horror Nights kicks off. I'm probably rebuying my Universal Pass this fall. <laughs> um, well, well, well. I, but I'm fully vaxxed. I'm fully vaxxed. Um, and I just want to fucking go to Horror Nights. I'm going to yeah, be wearing masks, though, most likely. I mean, I'm masked for life. Like, I like masks. If you mask up and are vaccinated, then you are, like, real good. Yeah. Smooth sailing. Like, I, no, I'm masks forever. Masks forever. No more, no more life without masks. Like, you'll never take my masks away from me. <laughs> there's nothing There's nothing wrong with that, again. Like we said on the show, if you want to wear masks, wear them. I'm still wearing masks around, out and about. And again, I am also vaccinated. Yeah, they're great. You got to. You got to. You got to, you got to hide your face? I like hiding my... Who doesn't want to hide their face? <laughs> Um, it, before we get to TNT, I, I watched a movie I wanted to kind of hit on for a second, and then there was a new movie coming out I wanted to get your opinions on. Um, the movie I did watch was on Netflix. It's called Army of the Dead, mm-hmm. and I would say it's a fun ride if you like zombie movies, but it's not gonna, it's, 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 it's not as, I would say, new or refreshing as the trailer would make you think that it might possibly be, but it is fun, so go have fun with that if you're into zombie stuff. Um... Uh, the other movie that's coming out is called The Tomorrow War, and I think it's an exclusive to Amazon Prime. But have you heard of this, Brad? No, that's a terrible title, though. It sounds real bad. The Tomorrow War, starring Chris Pratt. Oh, fuck off. 
Chris Pratt is an ex-military uh, guy Ugh. who's gone to so many tours and he's kind of retired now. He's like, I, I, I gotta get out. And guess what? Portals open up from the future and people come out from the future and it's like, hey guys, we got bad news. In the future, we're invaded by aliens and they're going to take over the planet. We have to come back and recruit soldiers from the past to come fight in the future. So, um, you're drafted. Wait, wait, wait. Why? Uh, because in the future, it's we're fucked. We don't have enough. We need a larger army. And why did you just stop the the fucking? Why are you gonna bring people from the past to be soldiers in the future? Why don't you just like say, hey guys, here's what's gonna happen, so you can stop this, you know, before we don't have to bring people from the past to the future. That's fucking stupid. Well, that is that's not how it works, Brad. Look, here's some videos, some grainy videos of the future. They, okay, look, they, look, there's an alien. Uh, so we've. We've been funded by the uh, Temporal Pentagon to uh, have all the money to raise the biggest army we've ever had to go squish these aliens. But we need your help, Chris Pratt and everyone else. You are now drafted to go to the future. Here's your future gun. We're going to take you through the portals and you're going to go fight in the future. Spoiler alert for this movie. The big twist at the end is they find out they're not actually going to the future. Oh, you don't? You think that's it's the just, twist? It's like another planet that the humans are invading. Like, spoiler. That's what the movie's going to be. That's like, if not, I. it's even worse. Like, this is a very bad premise for a movie. I mean, it could be anything. The aliens aren't actually bad, and the humans are fighting them for no good reason. It could be that it's actually the past. It could be an Earth from another time period, and that's how they're able to get people from the past, because unless it's a certain type of time travel, wouldn't that fuck everything over if you brought people from the past to the future to die in a war? It's a wildly stupid premise. It's crazy. Just the trailer. Chris Pratt gets like a time band to where he can go forward and backwards in time. Ugh. And he's just w- right, wisecracking jokes the whole time. Ugh, and talking about how much he loves Jesus. Yeah, he does love Jesus. He does love Jesus. He's married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's child, right? Yeah. Oh, man. That's got to be interesting. Mm. On holidays. Um, but yeah, it, it looks absolutely ridiculous. I have Amazon Prime, so of course I'm going to watch it because I've got to see what what spectacle of insanity this is and what they what the what the twist is, uh, which probably comes a mile away. But mm-hmm. we shall see. But yeah, Ugh. absolutely ridiculous premise. Yikes. Um, Alex, you know how I feel about uh, that premise? What? I'm ticked off. Oh, boy. <clears throat> I'm ticked off. Guys, Um, I've been stockpiling these for a while. I've just been going through and pulling off my, pulling out my favorites every week. So I've just got, I've got some real, I've got a real collection for us here. <clears throat> I'm ticked off at the fast food cashiers who don't know how to deal with a coupon. You hand them a coupon and they look at it like it's something from another planet. Immediately they go running off to get their manager to take care of it. Oftentimes the manager even has trouble figuring it out. I wish these fast food companies would properly train the cashiers the proper way to deal with a coupon. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, that's a straight up fuck off. (laughs) Don't use a coupon. Like... Or if if you're gonna use a coupon, you just have to deal with the fact that nobody else uses coupons, and it's gonna be a hassle. It should be a hassle. You should feel shame and embarrassment at using a fucking coupon. We should just do away with coupons. Yeah, that's the like that's the price. Like, listen, you can use coupons, but it's gonna be a hassle, and that's the price you pay for a coupon. 
I think that not everyone should suffer for that, though. I think that there should be a separate section completely for use of coupons. Sure. And it is, it is disturbingly more elaborate. And it's not just, here, here's a line for you. It's like, oh, you've got to go do, here's a here's a map that may or may not be real, and you have to go I figure mean, out how to get your deal. Let's make this all apps. Like, make it there all apps. Go. Like, it's, it, like, a coupon in an app works. Like, that's a thing that works. Because then it's th- it's not the cashier that has to deal with your fucking shit. It's, like, all inside the machines. Let the machines deal with yeah. coupons. Don't make, like that people, idea, yeah. don't make people have to deal with it. Like, I, because, like, I can, like, go Starbucks. I'm like, oh, okay, I got a free drink. Cool. I'll just put it in the app, make my order, go pick up my order. Bam. I never have to, like, hand anybody anything. I don't have to say anything. I just put it in the app, uh, use my free drink, get pick up order. I go to the little area where my order is, and I pick up my drink. Donezo. I mean, that's how it works. And I love that because I, I often do that with uh, Chipotle. They'll give me something free. I'm like, all right. And it's just in the app. Yeah. Nothing else. It's, it's, I mean, it's a hassle. It's a real fucking hassle. Hear ye, hear ye. From this point forward, no more paper, anything coupon related. It's all digital. Yeah. And it all has to be within the app. Sorry. Um, Alex, My I, manager will tell you the same thing. <laughs> Alex, before we get to more ticked offs, I got some flip sides. Uh oh. Flip What's side. Up? Kudos to the Seminole County parents who spoke against the mask mandates at the school board meeting. I hope some of you run to replace these out of touch officials. This person is mm. thanking people for speaking out against masks. <sighs> Gross. I would like to thank the office gossip for spreading false rumors about my family. My son's girlfriend passed away from choking. Not a drug overdose! Exclamation points. (laughs) (laughs) And how dare you accuse me of doing mandatory court-appointed community service when you heard me telling another co-worker about my volunteer work. M-Y-O-B. And maybe others will be a little more civil to you. There is a lot to unpack. That is amazing. (laughs) I love this awesome office gossip that's like talking shit. (laughs) My son's girlfriend passed away from choking, not a drug overdose. Whoa. Whoa. This is like, wow. I mean, I'm not even sure how to... (laughs) Because who would lie about that? I mean, You know what happened, really. You know what? Drug overdose. She died of drug overdose. Oh, yeah. Also, she's doing court-appointed community service. Are you serious? Yeah. No, she is. I mean, it it makes sense, given her temper. You've seen her in those meetings. (laughs) I I mean, whoa. Yeah, that's... This is a wild office gossip you're dealing with. I, I would love someone please write in and ask her what it is. I'd like... <laughs> I want to get... Off. I'm, I'm ticked off this person didn't tell me the, the at least line of work they are in. Yeah. In relation to this. Give, give me a deep fake map of where your office is. Yeah. Oh, it's a goodie. <clears throat> All right. Back in it. I'm ticked off that I can't watch even one TV program without multiple drug pushers suggesting I ask my doctor about their latest wonder drug that had to have legions of lawyers writing ways it can harm and or kill me if I'm stupid enough to actually take their concoction. <laughs> God, old people. Woo. They love complaining about commercials, don't they? Yeah. Um, you know what else they love complaining about? <clears throat> I am so ticked off. I went by an elementary school in my neighborhood and saw the kids wearing masks on the playground. This country has lost its mind. Excuse me? There's a there's a global pandemic. There is a global pandemic. Kids can't get vaccinated. So, um, yeah, they're wearing masks. 
a lot of kids get COVID and then spread it to other people because that's how that works. It's less, it's a little less likely because they're lower to the ground. I don't, I don't know how yeah, all that works, to die. be honest. Like, but people, kids yeah. are dying. Like, it happens less, but it happens. And not just dying. I mean, a lot of kids, especially I would say older kids, like in high school and middle school or whatever, they it can get it and they can develop lifelong problems just like adults can due to COVID. We still don't understand all of that yet. Yeah. Why some people are more susceptible than others, like how long some of this after effects can work. Again, I have a coworker or who is still experiencing stuff. She got it last March, yeah. still in the throes. Uh, one of those long COVID cases. Yeah. And goodness, I mean, my heart goes out to her. But you, she's an adult. And these are kids. Yeah. <laughs> you don't wish that on a child. No, you're insane. What do you mean they've lost their mind? This is this is sound science. Like, we understand how, like, no. Yeah. Let the kids wear masks. Yeah. I've got a friend uh, from college that, like, she she got it, like, last year. And she still doesn't have her a sense of smell or taste back. And that's a nightmare. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, smell and taste are one of the best things in life. Yeah. And she's like, and she's like, never gonna taste, appreciate like, that mustard bread. And taste is her. She said, and her like sense of taste is like wrong. She said, like a uh, pizza tastes like like literal garbage. Pizza is one of the only foods they serve at school. You want a little kid not to wear a mask, get COVID, and then hate one of the like three things they get at lunch. Uh, like it's it, what is wrong with you're, you? You're a fucking lunatic. Like kids wearing masks. Yeah, it's a good thing. Kids should be wearing masks. Everybody needs to be wearing masks. Like fuck off. <sighs> Right, I'm getting ticked off. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. This is pissing me off in yeah. a weird way. Well, well, I got two more for you, Alex, and these are delightful. Uh, first, we got a flip side. We got a flip side. Brace yourself. <laughs> I, I want you to, I want everyone, I want everyone to, to, if, you, if you're in a place where you can, close your eyes, and I want you to take this in and create the visual of this story. <clears throat> All right, I'm ready. I, at 80 years old, forgot to use my cane when I tried to use the tricky vacuum hose at the sporty car wash in Deland. I tripped over it backward, and as I lay on my back, <laughs> a young man and his wife stopped their red pickup and lifted me back on my feet. What a class act! Exclamation point. I cannot thank you more than a thousandfold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm, I want to Wow I, I'm, One more time I at 80 years old Forgot to use my cane When I tried to use The tricky vacuum hose At the sporty car wash <laughs> I tripped over it backwards And as I lay on my back Oh So good <laughs> So good I mean I I loved the tricky vacuum hose. <laughs> I mean, at the sporty car wash. I love this eighty-year-old is at a at a sporty car wash and is getting getting tricked up by this tricky hose and somehow falling flat on their back. <laughs> It took a, a a kind couple stopping in their pickup truck to take this turtle man and lift him back up on his feet. <laughs> it's so good. Like, it's so good. Was he laying there because he couldn't get up or was he just stunned? And he was just like, oh man, another another day, another tricky host <laughs> incident. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I love it. I love it. It's the greatest. Like, and that's quite a, like, the, it beautifully written. I mean, it really creates oh, yeah. a true picture. I love it. I appreciate this ticked off, or oh. this uh, flip side. Yeah. I- it's a goodie. It's so good. All right. Uh, one more. <clears throat> not happy with. <laughs> First of all, the segment is not called Not Happy With. It's called I'm Ticked Off. Not happy with the Sentinel Sports page. There is another professional sports team in this city, the Solar Bears. Can this paper please at least acknowledge that they exist? Alex, I lived in Orlando for seven and a half years. Uh-huh. I did not know that these solar bears exist. <laughs> well, how would you when the paper and media purposefully do not report upon them, Brad? I mean, I, I maybe, you know what? I, I, why is everyone trying to hide the solar bears? <laughs> I mean... Is it because they're against renewable energy and solar bears uh, mascot is really, really into solar power? Like, I'm like, is this a thing? Like, I, am I supposed to? I think it is a thing that Big Oil is trying to hide. Oh, okay. I'm looking it up. Oh, Solar Bears. It's the hockey team. We have a hockey team. First of all, it's Florida. Like, why we got a hockey? Um, the mascot. Oh, and so it's like a polar, it's a solar bear. It's It's a polar bear. It's a solar bear. Um, it's like a polar bear with like shades. I mean, insensitive because we are destroying the polar bear's natural habitat, Mm -hmm. but I get it. Okay. Solar bear. I mean, I, 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 now that I'm seeing this, I feel like I'm, I may have seen this like image before and just not connected that it was, you know, a thing. A sports team? Because who would? I mean. Who would care? Yeah. I just like, I, I, I like, like all sports mascot. Like, I don't know. Maybe I've seen this. Maybe I haven't. I don't know. It's, it, it vaguely looks kind of familiar now that I'm looking at the image, but that could just be my mind playing tricks. Who knows? I like, uh, they're not reporting on this because who who could possibly care? The Orlando hockey team. I mean, I, I is I mean, are, are people really watching hockey anywhere in America? But especially Orlando. Before anyone writes into Brad to say anything, really think about what Brad said. <laughs> is anyone really watching hockey in the states in Orlando, Florida? I just want to make sure that you you register that before you say anything, because no one is. That's the answer. I mean, I do I do like this mascot of a polar bear wearing shades, um, but but I'll I have mean, to look this up to see it then, because I, I I mean I can see it being adorable in my mind's eye, but I my my mind's eye tends to refocus on the turtle man that's on his back looking up into the sky, yeah, that's, just shocked. I mean, with a tricky hose wrapped around him. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, solar bears. There's so a little bit more important uh, stuff going on in Orlando. Yeah, sorry, solar bears. Um, but like, I listen. If you have to make me choose between the image of a a polar bear wearing sunglasses, or an old man, an 80 year old man getting tripped up by a hose and falling on his back at a fancy car wash, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Much like boxing, which we recently learned, you have to have a license so that the police don't come in and uh, assume that your fight is nefarious and that they have to break it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, they have a license to fight. Do hockey players have to also have a license to fight in addition to their hockey license? I... Or the, are the police equally confused? And if there are any police officers at the game, do are they obligated to run in and try to stop the fight? And then it's a timer between getting arrested on the ice and or stopping your fight on the ice. 
ice. Oh well, because I, I want to know. I, well, the thing is, I, I I believe I believe most hockey players are white, so police wouldn't ever stop them from doing anything. Oh, they just assume that it's a yeah, it's a gentleman's argument. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's also the gloves come off. Like you have to throw your hockey glove down, and I guess that is the universal, at least a a, a, a clear sign that you're ready to fight and that you will be fighting. Like as opposed that guy to just that like tried to like choke a guy with a hockey stick like like a month ago or whatever the hell that was. Um, that was kind of crazy. I didn't actually watch I mean, it, but I, I heard about it. But he had a license, perhaps. Could have been licensed. Just didn't care. Lic- Could have been a licensed guy. Lic- license, did he have, no, a, did he have a license to kill? Great question. And now a lot of things are right, coming into question in my mind. I mean, he did get a fine. I remember that. He got some kind of teetzer fine for trying to murder someone, but... Sir, can I see your hockey license? Can I see your public fighting license? Can I see your license to kill? Oh, book him. Well, book him. Nothing we can do. He's got all three. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, please. Sorry to uh, interrupt your evening. Yes, you may You may carry on. I. You are free to go, as people often ask us, to no avail, because they, they aren't licensed. Yeah. Wow. Ticked off, man. I've missed it. It's a goodie. Friends, it is that super special time of the week where we talk about TNT. T.S. Turner was a city smart kid fighting his way off the street until he was framed for a crime he didn't commit. Amy Taylor was a young crusading lawyer. She mounted an appeal to put Turner back on the street, this time in a suit and tie, working as a private detective. Together, they are TNT. As we do every time we watch an episode of television, we are going to have to summarize this episode in as close to a minute as possible without going over. If you go over, you have forgotten so much, so much about uh, the laws in Seacouver. If you go horrendously under, you are a disc jockey chump, Brad. It is your time this week to do this. You'll be summarizing the episode, Something in the Air. Collect your thoughts. Who did and didn't appear in this episode? Mm. Hmm. How many scenes of pyrotechnics were there? I I mean, it, there's new people that didn't appear in this episode that I, <laughs> I'm like, my mind is blown by. We'll talk about it. Um, I... <sighs> What is this guy's name? P.J. Reynolds. P.J. Reynolds. Reynolds. I love the names on this show. Oh, they're great. Decker. Our boy Decker. Obviously, he's my favorite. Um, Just saying, as far as names go. Dick Decker. Everyone loves old Danforth Dick Decker. (laughs) Danforth. Thank you, writers. Brad, you let me know when you're ready. Uh, let's, Let's do this. Let's fucking do it. All right, on go. Three, two, one, go. All right, guys, something in the air. So, um, you know what's not in the air? Soapy slash Sophie. Not in the goddamn episode. You know who isn't in the episode? Jimmy Pops, which I wouldn't expect him to be, except his name's in the fucking credits. So why is he in the episode? Uh, basically, there is a there's a, a radio DJ that uh, I that some rich guy doesn't like. So, um, their DJ's like, hey, if you're angry about something, you should actually 
do something, do something about it. And so this rich guy's like, ah, I hate when he says that. So he starts blowing shit up in a, in a whole, his whole plan is to get rid of the DJ who's encouraging violence by blowing shit up. Uh, it's insane. Um, T figures it out thanks to his friend that sells explosives and, um, <laughs> a guy that's able to reverse engineer the, the, the fake radio voice. Um, in the end they stop him, but almost blow up. It's kind of crazy the timing doesn't work. One minute! We've got this down to a science oh, win. I, I want to I wanna thank a lot of people. Thank a lot of people for this win. I want to thank Jimmy Pops. Um, R.I.P. Jimmy Pops. Where, where are you? Why are you in the credits? I mean, there's a lot of people who show up in the credits. Okay, here's who the thing. Here's the aren't thing. in the show. He, uh, like, I mean, Soapy Slophy still not in the show. That's wild. Aunt Martha wasn't in the episode. Renee wasn't in the episode either. But we've seen them before at least once. Um, now. Uh, I, I thought, when I looked at IMDb, I saw Jimmy Pops was going to be in the episode, and I was like, oh, wow, Jimmy Pops is coming back. That sounds great. But then he wasn't in the episode, and I was like, oh, IMDb probably fucked this up. Because IMDb mm-hmm. also lists Sophie as Soapy. <laughs> and also, the description of this episode on IMDb, buildings start blowing up around town when a frantic decides to take the advice of an outspoken, controversial DJ. When a, a frantic? frantic? <laughs> when a frantic, frantic huh? <laughs> a, you mean a rich guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those uh, fluent frantics, Brad. He's a frantic. So I was like, oh, okay, well, this is probably IMDb. They probably mixed this up with the episode that Jimmy Pops was in. But as I'm watching this episode, the end credits um, with that cool, like, you know, like 80s, like, um, montage, he's listed in the credits. He's huh. in the end credits. Where is Jimmy Pops? Jimmy Pops is somewhere in this episode and we haven't seen him. No, I I checked. I watched the episode once. I watched it again before we recorded. And then I skimmed through like each scene with, with like groups. And I was like, where's Jimmy Pops? Where's he at? Ooh, wow. Where's Jimmy Pops? Jimmy Pops was not in this episode. You have done the work and Jimmy Pops is not here. Well, then, yeah, what the fuck? Justice for Jimmy Pops. <laughs> I mean, Soapy slash Sophie, I got I want her in the show. I want to see her, but where's Jimmy Pops? Oh, and did you, another question, did something get fucked up? And is Jimmy Pops going to show up again somewhere else? Because he's only credited on IMDb for these two episodes. So is he going to show up somewhere else and they've just got this fucked up? It wouldn't surprise me if it was a fuck up and he is coming back in a later episode. But why was he in the end credits of this episode? Now, friend, I we will find this out when we find Soapy. I mean, there are many mysteries of this show and it it is slowly un, uh, like re- revealing itself to us. <laughs> I, uh... And this is one of those. It's just, I just, and this whole episode is insane, by the way. That can't be stated (laughs) enough. Like, none of this makes sense. None of it. I love it, though. There's a lot that doesn't make sense in this episode. Oh, wait, I think I see Jimmy Pops. Where? No, it's not him. You motherfucker. <laughs> well, okay, so at the very beginning, they're showing, like, scenes of C. Coover, uh-huh. and we see uh, some people just walking on the street, but then there's a guy outside, like, panhandling, and it looks a lot like the... For a brief moment, no, I was like, oh, that's Jimmy Pops, but it's not, not him. Jimmy it's not Pops. him at all. Jimmy Pops is not a panhandler. Brief second, I said. Brief second. Mm, how dare you? How dare you? Like, T would not let Jimmy Pops fall on hard times like that. I mean, he might murder him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! 
he come to finish the job? <laughs> he wouldn't finish the job, though, because Mr. T is an upstanding gentleman. I mean, Jimmy Pops is a coward. Let that be known. <laughs> but he's, I mean, like, he's, he's, not, he's not a panhandler. No, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. So, yeah, at the very beginning, we see a satellite dish. We see someone calling in on their phone and doing something that's not on, like not a normal phone call. Um, probably confuses a lot of kids who have only known cell phones to think they wouldn't understand that this isn't normal. They'd be like, wow, it was really elaborate to make a phone call back then. You had to dial it and then put it on a machine and then talking to a microphone. Phones were weird. But no, we know something is going on. And there's a guy calling into a radio station and there's this disc jockey. He's taking, he's saying things that we kind of hear on the radio of like, you know, if you're mad, do something about it. Call in and tell me what you're mad about and what you're going to do. Tell me your plan. We got to take action. You, you don't have to just sit there and take it, you know? I mean, that is like the fact that they try to make him out to be some controversial, outspoken, radical, like that's the most normal statement I've ever heard in my life. Hey, are you Truth. angry about something? You should do something about it. Like, that's... I, like, who could possibly take a stand against that? Like, if, if you want to say, Hey, Alex Jones is a dangerous lunatic. Um, like, we, he... Like, somebody's got to do something about Alex Jones. That makes sense. Like, Alex Jones was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th for a reason. Like... <laughs> I mean, yeah. yes, he didn't go inside the Capitol, but he was there. And, I mean, I guess there's different levels. This guy is just someone whose whole shtick is, call in, let's make a big fuss about it. It's essentially ticked off, but with a little bit more elaboration. Yeah, th if this guy's controversial, ticked off is revolutionary. <laughs> Because it gives you everything this guy does, but without having to hire a dish jockey. And basically, it's a community managed. I guess you just have an editor going through and choosing which ones to... I mean, yeah. Ticked Off has changed the game of complaining media. I mean, and it's <laughs> and I'm not... here for and it. it's not even like this guy is, like, doing a talk show. It's not even like no. he's a Howard Stern. It's like, he's a disc jockey. He's mostly playing records. Like, he's just in between his, you know, his shtick. He's, like, get, taking calls, like, hey, tell me what you're angry about. Like, that's... There's nothing. There's nothing about what this guy does at, at any point that makes him seem out of control. And I really wonder what they follow up with. So, for example, if someone called in with a, like, we'll say with a, with a, with an old school 1980s ticked off, what are you going to do about it? Would it, because it's a radio show and he's a disc jockey, would they say, well, I'm going to request this song? <laughs> or, like, what would it be? Yeah. Like... <laughs> And like at one point we hear him say, "Hey, like if you're upset about something, you should you should take civil action about. It. You should do something." So like this guy's saying, "Hey, you should like have a protest." Like as wild as he gets is, "Hey, if you're upset about something, maybe you should protest." Like that's not Which, that's nothing. Yeah. Which makes it all the more nefarious from the law enforcement's perspective. Yeah. Not even including the rich guy, because fuck that guy. Um, because they treat it like he is inciting violence with yeah. his show, when clearly everything we have been I, like, no, no. Like I, I, like I mean, I, I personally have incited more violence on this podcast than this man has ever considered, and I will and continue. And that has not did not escape me when I was watching this show, and I was wondering how it resonated with you. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who constantly talks about the guillotine. 
Yeah. Um, Fully in favor. Fully in favor. Guys, if any of you happen to be near Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, like, and you can, or Bill Gates, and you can, like, you know, get their head under a blade, I encourage you to do so. And and this guy does not go anywhere near that no. <laughs> level of anything no. of advocation. At least not that we see on the show. And that's all I have to go on. And that's all the story has. Um, so, yeah, he, he's doing his thing. And someone calls in with their bo- voice um, disguised with a, with, a, with a disguiser, which I guess is just taking his voice up a few octaves or down a few octaves because it's easily reverse engineered later in the show yeah. to get a clear, mostly clear cut. Well, there's kind of a garble on it, too. There's like there's some effect on it. But, yeah, you they are easily he's... able to reverse it. Yeah, you know, like put on the gargle filter, put on, <laughs> take it down uh, an octave or two. Okay, yeah, that's the guy. Oh, oh yeah, Mr. T, let me just put on my anti-gargle. We hadn't thought of that. You just got to <laughs> flip the anti-gargle button and it works fine. Huh. But he says he's mad and he can't take it anymore. Is this, he doesn't do the post office this time. Who? What's the first group he, or is no, it the post, post office? No, post office is the first one. And it's great because, um, yeah, DJ picks up and is like, oh, PJ the DJ. Um <laughs> <laughs> PJ the DJ is like, hey, so uh, yeah, tell me what you're angry about. What you're going to do about it? And the voice is like, I'm angry at the post office. And like, even like PJ seems like, all right, well, okay, I guess. <laughs> like, um, all right, well, what do you plan to do about it? I've got a bomb in there. <laughs> and I love, I love <laughs> that we just hear PJ's like, what? I planted another bomb. What? <laughs> and then boom, explosion. It's so that what is so good. I I really wish because it's a lovely hard cut too. Because after the what, we go to the expl- and there's just a post office box on a, a city block that just explodes, and it is a great explosion. But it makes me think that it might be close to the radio station or something. Because what else? Because what else did that call happen? Did the guy just hang up? And the guy's like, "What? Well, that's weird. Let's keep going." I'd like to think that he knew that something happened when he said what yeah like it was detonated close but they never really addressed that in the show but it's beautifully cut like that oh, is it's, it's, i think every one of the explosions is like that yeah it's glorious it is great cinematography so we then go to the courthouse and one of the weirder exchanges or bits that yeah. i've seen on the show so far a lawyer gets off the elevator and goes to this kid who has his sleeves rolled up classic like i would say 80s kind of like rich maybe cool kid kind of feel to him and it's hard to hear what they're saying and whatever they're mumbling about brad what i'm able to get disturbs me yeah because like well like preppy kid seems to be like so you want me to say that i did this like, is that what I heard? Well, I thought he... So, when he comes off and he starts mumbling to the girl, the guy, he says, she was a 16-year-old girl, and she couldn't say... And it, I, I don't remember what he says around that, but she couldn't something. And he says, oh. what do you want me to do? Do you want me to tell them I wasn't there? And he's like, well, that's, yeah, for a start. Oh. You'll tell them that. I, and he's like, I'm scared. I don't know what it... But they're back and forth, and I'm missing a lot of it, because, I no, again, yeah. I, had, I listened to it, like, five times trying to decipher, what I, are they mumbling yeah, I about? Didn't, I didn't hear the... Part about the 16 year old girl oh nobody to talk to do you want me to say i wasn't there that's what i'm gonna say yes that's what i'd like you to say okay but i'm scared of I'm trying to make this a lot harder for me sorry i appreciate it. i want him off the air bill yikes none of them have been this dark or strange ever 
yeah. at least up to this point in the show. I, I just and, caught the, uh, yeah, do you, do, you, do you want me to, oh, or am I supposed to say that I wasn't there or whatever it was he said? And I was like, oh, that's weird. It's also like, a, at one point it makes it seem like it's a favor. Like, it's it's enough to where, yes, I'm bothered by it because I'm alarmed that it's not the funny, normal kind of shtick. Yeah. But also a little intrigued. Is this going to come in a future episode? Well, the, se- <laughs> the, the seeming running bit here is that there's lots of shifty lawyers doing shifty things every time. It's always like, yeah, like the lawyer's like, you know, like it was like the one where the guy was trying to hit on his lawyer and she was like, I just want your money. And then there was the, you know, and that seems to be the bit. It, it's, it's shifty lawyers as though uh, um, um, Amy slash Amanda is the only like decent moral lawyer. And I do love that about this show because that is cool. But I, and I love that they extend it past lawyers because all the lawyers are like this, but every cop and it almost is like this as well. Yeah. Like it, everything in this system is fucked. And it is. Yeah, true. True. But it, yeah, the darkest one. But we get their scene and they go off to do their thing. And then we see the rich guy and his lawyer. Yeah. Hey, rich guy, Um, why don't you dress like it? Because this motherfucker, this motherfucker is living in polo shirts and suit jackets. Oh, so you call him a rich guy, and we know later because he's rich, because we see art artifacts throughout his house. There's like a, what looks like a Mayan sculpture, and there's like some sort of black shard of crystal. And he has a lot of things. He's rich. But when Amy Amanda talks about who he is, I thought that she mentioned something about how he used to work in law or was on some sort of, like, judge thing. Like, he was involved in something and then had to take an early retirement for some no, reason. No, 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 no. They're talking about the... Because they're talking about the uh, the the judge... Um, because they say something about the, the judge that's, um, hearing this case and they're like, oh yeah, the judge is a fucking idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, I, I must have confused because I thought she was talking about him in that. No, 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 no. But no. if he's just a rich guy, that, that's also fine. Like, yeah. No, he's a rich guy. And basically they're, basically the bit is like, they're saying the, the judge is on their side and she's like, mm, the judge has never been known for thinking. <laughs> Yeah, but for some reason, this rich guy hates this DJ for whatever reason. Yeah. And yeah, somehow his lawyer is able, somehow he's able to bring up charges against this guy to get him off the air, which does not make any sense. Because basically they're they're saying that he ins- he's inciting violence. Um, and they've been like, pa- apparently they've been trying to get rid of this guy for a while just cause this dude doesn't like him. Cause this is what, this is what rich people do. Like they fucking, like if they get annoyed by somebody, like they, they try to have a hassle. Like, like, oh, for example, case in point, guys, as we're recording this, it is, it is June 1st, uh, but over the weekend it was Memorial Day and, um, amazing reporter, Ken Klippenstein, um, did his annual Memorial Day shenanigans of trying to get, um, like, uh, right wing, uh, assholes to, um, (laughs) to, uh, uh, give a shout out (laughs) to, uh, um, Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> and basically he's like, hey, hey, he got Matt Gates to do it and some other people this year. And he was like, hey, hey, Representative Gates, uh, would you give a shout out to my grandpa? <laughs> he he was a serviceman and he's he's a real big fan. I know it would mean a lot to him. And he's just got a photo of Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> and then Matt Gates is like, absolutely. <laughs> Sounds like a great guy. 
Um, and then, of course, all the right-wing assholes, like, once, like, they get called out and made fun of, um, they have a fit. Like, Candace Owens was having an absolute fit about this. How dare you? Memorial Day is about, is about the troops. How dare you Photoshop, um, an assassin? And it's like, it's not Photoshop. That's actually Lee Harvey Oswald. He was in the military, <laughs> you dumbass. Yeah, not a deep fake, ma'am. It's, yeah. this is the truth. But, yeah, but, and, but, and, as usual, they're like, uh, we need to, this, he needs to be fired for this. This can't be allowed. And it's like, um, you got made fun of. Um, the Intercept isn't gonna fire Ken Clippenstein because he made you look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's great. It's great. But that's that what awesome. that's what they do. They try to get people fired. Like, look at all the fucking right wing grifters that try to get people like uh, fired for supporting Palestine. Like, despite the fact that there's a fucking uh, like fucking genocide going on right now. So yeah. This is what rich people do. They try to get people they don't like fired. I, I'm confused about how he can bring up a lawsuit around that, unless he's just using his rich connections to talk to the the city or, I guess, the state and having them bring up the charges of inciting a riot. Because I don't think you can just are inciting, like, I would say murder or attempted murder. Because how could just... I, I, is any citizen in Seacouver able to do that? I think this person did this and I think I have a case. I'm going to help someone sue them? Because that seems weird. Well, I, I, like, I don't think I'd want that to exist as a law or a mechanism for that. Well, again, I'm, I'm not sure of the legal logistics in Seacouver specifically, but I think it's more along the lines of it's not like he's directly filing a lawsuit against him. He's just using his wealth and connections to get the law to do shit. Like... I, it's, I don't think it's a... It, it, it's, it makes it seem very murky in this episode, but I don't think he's suing him. I just think he's the one that's spearheading this movement to have him legally um, considered responsible. Which is weird. Yeah. And it, again, I don't fully understand why he has such beef against this um, intrepid uh, radio dish jockey and just giving an outlet to people. Seriously. But fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, they're... they're uh, somehow... The, the judge is going to get this guy subpoenaed or they got to deliver something to him and uh, a- Amy, Amanda's got to go to him and talk to talk to him about him. Uh, how this time it's a little different because a bomb actually went off. Yeah. And as they're leaving, um, Rich Guy and his lawyer, like, they're talking about, like, hey, who's her boyfriend? Uh-huh. No, no, no. He works for her. <laughs> He's an ex-con. Oh. Like, first of all, not an ex-con. Uh, he was proven innocent. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, like, I don't like that he works for her. Can you believe it? A man <laughs> working for a woman? Oof, weird. The 80s, man. Yeah. I, I wish every episode introduced these characters through the eyes of other characters. Yeah. <laughs> because it is kind of neat to have them talk about it. Like, their relationship and who they are. Yeah, definitely. But I fucking hate this rich dude. Oh, he's the worst. And, motherfucker, put on a real shirt. You cannot wear a polo shirt and a fucking jacket. It's gross. Yeah, it's lame. I don't understand why they have to walk past him. Because <laughs> they, 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 they're talking to each other, and, and Mr. T's like, oh, look, just think happy thoughts as we walk past them. Why do they even walk away from you? Like, why don't they just get on the elevator? Like, who a Like, there's a lot of... I don't understand why... But fair enough, it's fine. It sets up the scene where they can talk to each other, so that's cool. No. Um... So we go to the radio station next, hmm. which, by the way, like, this fucking NASA control room <laughs> that this radio station uh-huh. is, is huge and elaborate. 
When you're broadcasting miles upon miles, Brad, bouncing it off the stratosphere, you need you need this kind of tech. I mean, it is so big. Like, um, but yeah, they get into SETI command, and uh, Detective <laughs> Jones is already there. Ah, oh, fuck this guy. God, he's the worst. Just grilling this dude. And he's like, are you, do you really want me to believe you don't know who that person was that called? Dude, he called into a radio show <laughs> with a voice disguiser. Yeah, he doesn't know who it is. Why would he know? How would he know? I mean, I guess you could get a number from the call records, maybe? Like, go to the telephone company do, and figure that out. It's like, what, 1988? 89? Eight, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, they don't have a caller ID. But you'd still be able to see from the phone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they don't have it, but the phone company would be able to tell yeah. who called who at when time, or what time. Yeah, the, the phone company might be able to, but yeah. There's no, there's, like, why would, like, it makes no sense that any, they ever try to hold him responsible for this. Yeah, this asshole just constantly, this, this detective is just hassling people, Ugh. like, fuck him. I do love the actor who plays the disc jockey because he's not really, he makes some interesting choices with the dialogue. He's so whiny, like... Like, yeah. I want to be on his side because, like, he's done literally nothing wrong. But, I man, his voice is grating. And I don't know, Mr. T is, the verdict's still out for him whether the disc jockey actually is inciting violence or not. Yeah. And I, I think it's kind of weird that he kind of jostles this jockey about it. Because I, I, because clearly from what the script like wants us to believe is that this guy is kind of a, a, a like a like a loudmouth rabble rouser but like nothing in this episode leads us to believe that's true the only thing that might help lead credence to that that he's doing this for the sake of doing it or attention is at the very end because everything else they give us you're right to this point and even like all the way through it he's not doing anything nefarious or wrong yeah, here at all even then though I, like, there's nothing that is like no you're right I mean, like I, it's like I said, maybe. I, yeah. I, I, or I tried to emphasize maybe because it's it's no. He's just a disc jockey doing his thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's real bomb. He has a bolo tie on. Oh, it's very bad. His looks are not good. They're bold, but you are right, not good. Yeah. So Amy Amanda talks to him about what's going on. They need to apparently this has gotten to the point where they need to go to his producer to make sure he's not going to get his license revoked. Uh, always so the police did. Listen, hey Seacouver, <laughs> like could you calm it down with all the license revoking, boxing license, radio license, all kinds of license. <laughs> Hold so, up here. Are you guys licensed to broadcast delivery licenses? <laughs> Um, Mr. T is going to go see what he can find on the beat. So he goes to a, uh, a burger joint at some point in town. And there's this one guy there who's an arms dealer. <laughs> I mean, one of his old buddies. Yeah, this guy, this screech looking motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, apparently we'll just call him he just like lives in this fucking like diner. It's his place. It's where his, it's his place of operation. Everyone has their place. He loves it. It's real wild. It's a jukebox at all the tables. It's cool, but wild, yeah. But yeah, Mr. Mr. T, T-, Mr. T goes in and he's like, "Hey, listen, uh, I, I know, I know that you're in the explosives business." Uh, and he's like, "No, no, no, I'm not in that. I don't do that anymore. Like, it, it's, it's too much. I can't do it anymore." He's like, "Aha. Uh-huh. Well, I need to know. I need to know some shit." And he's like, "I don't know anything. All right, goodbye." But before I leave, let me put a quarter in the jukebox for you. You know what this song is? I fought the law, and the law won. Let that. 
that sink in for you. And he walks out, and this guy takes a, a slurp off of his root beer. Here's my question. Um, Mr. T says, um, the song is called I Fought the Law on the Law One. Now, when Mr. T leaves, we hear a little bit of a song. Now. <laughs> question. <laughs> it's It's hard to make out. My question is, did they do something that is just legally different enough? Or did they pay to play two seconds of this song? They most sh- assuredly did something that was just legal enough. Yeah, because that didn't it didn't sound like the song. It sounded it off. Was, it was the lyrics and there were a few notes that were changed. Yeah. And it was a rocked up version. Like it was easily, a, it was a cover for sure. But here's my question. Like, and maybe Canada law is different. If you, if you keep the name of the song, <laughs> keep the main lyric, but you slightly change the music, can you get away with that? Yes. Do you have a license for parody? Or <laughs> Great question. Then you is can. The, is the, how do the licenses work? I need to know the license, uh, the licensing sitch on this, please. Oh, uh, this show always goes back to licenses. Um, it's fun. Listeners, wait, hold on. Listeners, I'm going to put in the audio. You try to figure this out. This tune's on me, Slinger. It's called I Fought the Law and the Law Won. Just to remind you what might happen if I find out that you've been lying to me. We go to the gym. Decker is helping Mr. T lift weights. They're doing the thing where they do sets and then they take turns and they're chatting. This, and Decker I, I don't know has about the, the show on. This buddy sets, I don't like. Decker is watching the, the weights a lot and then not Mr. T's form. There's a lot of weird things going on here. Um, I also really question the, the, the white t-shirt underneath the red, like, unitard? Like, what is the leotard? No, I, I think it's a unitard. I think that's... It's a, I mean, I know it was singlet. standard fare in the 80s. It's a wrestling singlet. Singlet. Yes. It's a wrestling singlet with a white tee. It's weird. Anyway, I'm not a huge fan. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of dudes exercising in the background. This is the fullest I think we've seen the gym. How about that, and there's people- how about that one guy in the back that's like, he's got a barbell in his hand, but he's just kind of like hanging by listening to the radio. <laughs> He's, it's, oh, it's not a barbell. It's that thing that you use to tighten your grip. Oh, is that what he has? Okay. Yeah, it's one of those spring grippers. But yeah, he's he's just looking, he's listening to the radio. Looks, I, like I can't. He looks. He's leaning because he's trying to lean by the radio. But it looks like he's just like ah. Uh, I'm just I'm just hanging out. Yeah, just listen to the radio. You know, there's, there's a lot of people. The disc jockey is at it again. He's not off the air. And uh, oh no, as they're lifting weights. Well, I also love that Mr. T asked Decker, "You listen to this stuff?" And Decker's like, "Well, yeah, man. Um, he helps people, a lot of people with their problems just by listening to him." And then there's a tender moment where Mr. T says, "Decker, is everything okay?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, he, he says, "Decker, you got problems?" <laughs> and it's like. What's happening? I mean, I was fair, but yeah, and I love that Decker just kind of looks at him like, Mr. T. Mr. T, but seriously, got the problems. radio show. <laughs> My cat's diabetic. All right. <laughs> Whatever. Every night I go to sleep is a night that I could wake up and she'd be dead, Mr. T. Because <laughs> I forget a shot. Um, I, I, their friendship to me is adorable. Like yeah. I, I love Decker, but while they're lifting weights, uh, oh no! Hey, you're on the air. What? What's? What ticks you off this week, listener? 
Hello, it's me. I'm back. I'm ticked off again, but this time I'm ticked off. Who is he ticked off at? I, I don't even know. It's not the post office, but it's... It's like it's some it's office another, building. Yeah. Maybe it's the newspaper? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. It's something that's almost silly. Um, and then I, another, uh, what? <laughs> like, it's just a loud explosion. Oh. We go outside the office building and things are just paper. Every, they just blow up. Everything's gone up in flames. I mean, if so, why doesn't this rich guy, like, blow up, like, um, TNT's office? Like, yeah. two burns with one stone. So, the first time I watched this, I was actually driving and was listening to the audio and not watching it. And when it exploded, I thought, oh, fuck, he blew up the gym. <laughs> Which I was, like, beside myself with worry. The Decker, no! <laughs> it's his livelihood. This is... <laughs> Leave him alone. Who's going to give perfect. that cat its shots? Oh yeah, and, and and the way that Mister like they set up the show, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have been surprised if they uh, blew him up. I also like, I think all of us called who the bad guy was, like scene one, scene yeah. two, maybe. Like it was a mile away. It was like, all right, yeah, we know how this is going to end. And that's again with me with no visuals because the first time I was just listening to the audio. Um, but yeah, it, it doesn't make sense for him to just blow up these random places unless. In his uh, spree of these bombs, he's also trying to take out other people that just tick him off in addition to this disc jockey. One of them was the postman. Uh, one of them was whoever was at this office building. Hey, yeah. He's unhinged enough, but they don't work that into the script. Like, it's not there that I'm aware of. No. But they, so yeah, in the next scene, we have the, the cops on the scene and everything. They do say one person almost died this time. So, I, a lot of questions, a lot of questions. I hate that the, the detective's like, yeah, I'm glad that you got out here, uh, Amy Amanda, with your disc jockey guy. I want him to see what he's done. Like, what the fuck? Motherfucker, stand down. <laughs> you are out of your fucking mind, detective. Like, I, I wanted to see, by what? By answering the phone? He did nothing. It's, it is so suspicious that then, out of nowhere, rich guy shows up with his lawyers like, yeah, we heard another explosion went off. We just came here to gloat? To look around? What kind of sick fuck are you? We know what kind of sick fuck you are for late in the episode, but right now we're still supposed to be kind of in suspense. Uh, I mean, again, I, I gotta make the, the the obvious connection here. If if you, like, it would be crazy, like, clearly this dude did nothing wrong. If you took Alex Jones and, like, you know, uh, showed him, like, footage of, like, like you know, the people being attacked in the Capitol, um, which, I mean, he was there, he knows, like, he's, and he also showed the footage on his show, but, and was like, hey, this is your fault, you're partially too ex responsible for all this, um, it would be a little bit of a stretch, but I could, I could see, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, he, uh, yeah, he's a conspiratorial nutcase, this guy did nothing, this guy's not but Alex Jones. Unless Alex Jones was directly involved with these people, like, planning, and then very specifically, you have audio tapes of him, like, yeah, off air, going in and talking with these people to conspire to do this, I don't think you could bring any charges against him, because he's just spitting off his stupidity. Well, like, I mean, he's just saying things. I, yeah, he, he was involved with, like, the planning of the of the event. Um, oh, well, then, yeah, and, he definitely uh, needs to be booked yeah, and tried. One of, one, of his, <laughs> one of his hosts was in the Capitol, and one of his cameramen was in there. Uh, like, so, yeah. But, like, the personally, at, at the same time, he was outside saying he was already making up that it was Antifa. Um, like, he was already spinning it and saving his own ass by not going in um, and blaming, you know, Antifa for it already, like, day of. But, like, clearly, like, he's a conspiratorial nutcase. Like, now, 
he is, and he's, and speaking of Alex Jones, he is currently uh, being sued um, by the Sandy Hook families because uh, he he said that it was a, a, a false flag and all of those parents were actors and then they got a bunch of death threats and fucking people whose kids were killed uh, were being harassed because Alex Jones was telling everybody that it was fake and he is legally being sued for that, which makes sense. Yeah, he should serve jail time. Yeah, he incited he, people put him, put to, that harass, away. to harass the parents of murdered children. You're the worst kind of person. Yeah. The worst person. Yeah. One of the worst people. So um, that's something that and- you can sue for, as opposed to this. <laughs> this guy just answered a phone. And I love that the rich guy, like, tries to antagonize him. And, and the disc jockey is, like, ready to fisticuff. He's like, motherfucker, I have my license right here. We will throw right now. And Amy Amanda, like, says, think happy thoughts, stay back. And the guy's like, yeah, salt and battery would be another great thing to add. But he's got a license, dude. So you are in trouble. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, but then the disc jockey is even, like, in his own head. I love the line where he's like, look, I'm taking my own show off the air because maybe I am, maybe I'm not inside these kinds of things but I, I can't know for sure so for the everyone's safety I'm just gonna stop broadcasting I mean you want to have a gaslighting <laughs> this is like I mean yeah <laughs> classic gaslighting case <laughs> like they've convinced him that he might have incited a fucking a bomber I mean sit down and look in the mirror friend and you know you didn't do this um <laughs> I love that Mr. T comes up and also holds the dish jockey back. Yeah. And when Mr. T tells the rich guy to move along, oh no. Mm. No one tells me to move along. I'm rich and powerful. Mwah. I wear a polo shirt. <laughs> you might be fast on your feet and a really big guy, but I've seen faster and tougher. And no one tells me to move along. Whoa. Sir, you're wearing a polo shirt. So you don't get to tell, you don't you don't get to tell anybody anything. You know what else pissed me off? Now they move everyone like moves and just back and this is the scene. But before this, when the detective is like looking over the the wreckage of the explosion and he finds the timer and Mr. T comes up and says, "Hmm, that looks like a timer they used to use during one of the wars." The cop basically tells Mr. T to fuck off. Yeah. And it's, that is bullshit, Mr. motherfucker. Mr. T identifies the fucking explosive device. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, the cop is not putting it in an evidence bag. He's just playing with it no. with his hands. <laughs> like, yeah. that could have fingerprints on it. This dumbass is just, like, playing with it. <laughs> and he says something that makes me think he is such a crooked cop. And I hope that he gets... Uh, I hope that they... Th- that he gets jail time in the future yes. and that, that this is just like a long thing because he says something along the lines of yeah I could have gotten one of the guys downtown to do that for me too how about you just move the fuck along if you don't have business here then I say or if you have business here that's not like related to this you should keep going Mr. T Ugh. fucking hate this detective he's the fucking worst we are 11 minutes in I fucking love this show. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, Mr. T goes back to the diner to talk to Screech. Yeah, Samuel Powers is there, this time in a Hawaiian shirt at the bar. We get the same waitress that's, like, oh, serving them. he was wearing the Hawaiian shirt before. He just had a jacket on top of it. <laughs> like, they shot all oh, of wow. this in the same 25 minutes. <laughs> Does he live here? Does he live above it? Seemingly. Like, is this his restaurant? Yeah. Um... Mr. T jerks the receipt from this guy or a list that he's making that's basically incriminating and holds it over. He's like, dude, either tell me what's going on here because you're the only connection I know that would know this. Or maybe I go downtown and show this little list I just stole from you to some people I know. I mean, regardless, Mr. T, show that list. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, Mr. T. This guy is selling explosives. Take that fucking list. 
I mean, this guy should be in the indictment. Like, he should be involved in this if he had something to do with it. Now, I think during this we learned that he just knows about it, but he didn't help directly sell it. Um, But I could be wrong. Because I I don't know. Because he's like, I got a friend that I think did some business with him. Tell me about your friend. He did it. So, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't read between the lines there because I was looking at the, the pictures on the background of oh, yeah. <laughs> the things going on in the back of this diner. But, yeah, so essentially this rich guy contacted uh, and, and basically blackmailed this guy into getting him the materials he needed for explosives. Yeah. And that's that's, and that's he, all he she wrote. Was a, he said he was, a, he was a rich guy that wanted to get the get PJ the DJ. <laughs> I love his reluctance because he was saying like, yeah, he was a rich guy. He really wanted it. And then like there's a beat and then he's like, and he also really wanted to ice that DJ. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. I also love when she brings the burger, the waitress we've seen through these scenes, Mr. T like puts the list in the burger. <laughs> yes. This is some kind of game we're playing. <laughs> what? It's great. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Love- the waitress looks at like, what the fuck's going on? And then the uh, Samuel Power says, my burger, why aren't you putting it down? Come on. I'm gonna, ah. It's so weird. Like, it's just a it's, weird way yeah, to end the scene. It's a very weird bit. Mr. T realizes that it's the rich guy, goes back, and again, at, at the... Uh... <laughs> Not only does Mr. T realize it's the rich guy, we get, a bla- we get a black and white like flashback of the rich guy. <laughs> so, so we see Mr. T putting the pieces together. It's amazing. Oh, so good. Then we go back to the radio station in the SETI computer yeah. lab, um, where Mr. T's like, "Hey, turn off the gar- turn- put on the no garble button." Does that voice sound familiar? Huh? I guess it is that rich guy. Maybe this isn't going to hold up in court, but interesting. It's cool. All we got to do is get PJ the DJ back on air, and we can get the rich guy to do another bombing, and then we can catch him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. T, risky. that is that is a risky gambit. Because <laughs> also, I mean, isn't there a chance that the rich guy is just paying somebody to set up the bombs because he's rich? I mean, if he was smart, yeah. I mean, I understand, like, you <laughs> paying know, someone... you don't want to have a lot of people that know what you're up to. But also, if you're rich and powerful enough that you're, like, you're spending your time trying to thwart a DJ, <laughs> then uh, maybe you hire somebody. Oh, yeah. Or hire somebody to hire somebody to hire someone. Like, I mean, yeah, come on. Definitely. Come on. You're rich. So Mr. T has to convince the uh, disc jockey to get back on air. So he invites him down to the gym and he talks some sense into him. He's like, look, we could, we might be able, I say talk some sense, but this doesn't make any sense. We might be able to trick this guy into incriminating himself, but we have to get him back on the air. And the only person that can do that is you because he hates you. So I need you to kind of be a target um, in a way. And by target, we mean we want you to make somebody else a target. (laughs) So listen, PJ, the DJ. And this might seem like that now you are willingly trying to get someone to bomb something, but there's still a gray area here, PJ the DJ, because we don't know if that's going to happen with your behavior, even though we can <laughs> deduce that through there, but you know what? Listen, listen, listen we'll, PJ, we've got a pretty good idea who we think the bomber is, so all you got to do is lure him into doing another bombing, and then we'll know for sure. <laughs> what? What is PJ the DJ wearing? Like, what is this shirt? Like, I mean... What is the print? It's... It is a very strange print. Also, we got to talk about the Tennessee Champ sign in the background. Yeah. 
Um, so Tennessee and my ears perked. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, DJ's were yeah, PJ the DJ's wearing like really weird print shirts. Wearing that bolo tie again too. I don't like that. I thought it was hot dogs at first and thought, PJ, what are you doing? I, I is but it? it's not. No, I think it's just a It's not. Maybe it's parrots. Are they parrots? Could be parrots. I think maybe just a, I thought it was just a pattern at first, but now I think maybe it's some kind of bird? I don't know. His he, he moves PJ. PJ's going to do it. They get the detective there, so they have a tracer on the the phone line, so they can figure out where it's coming from. And Mr. T suits up. We get a we get a suit scene where he is uh, dressing to hit the field, and he's going to go look. He's going to basically stake out the rich guy's place, Oy. which the detective's already doing. Yeah, and even shouts out. Uh, Mr. T on the CB radio that says, "Hey, uh, T, if you're if you're this closer to monitor the CB radio, you're too close. We've got this. Just move along." Um, also, at this point, uh, um, rich guy is wearing a different polo shirt and like a brown corduroy jacket. Ugh, looks like God absolute damn. trash. Garbage person in garbage fashion. His lawyer um, comes in as though the lawyer has figured it out and is like, just want to let you know, uh, radio- PJ the DJ is back on the radio, so we're going to have to do this the legal way. And, like, clearly Rich Guy is melting down. Yeah, he's pissed off that PJ the DJ is on there. And Miss PJ's just like, hey, man, whoever did this is a coward. They're, they, I never t- told them to do this. I don't think I did. And you guys have called in and given me solidarity, I guess, because that was also something I did earlier or asked for. This guy's just a coward. And if he is worth anything, he'll show himself. He'll call back. <laughs> Basically tempting this guy to do this. Yeah. Rich rich guy dismisses his lawyer. And I think the lawyer even knows what's up at this yeah, point. Yeah, I think lawyers finally put the pieces together. <laughs> I really like the painting on this guy's wall. That's just like the cityscape. But that's uh, he's got nice, interesting art. But anyway, um, is that like a ballerina in like a mall? I, I don't know what it is. It's anyway, very it's, strange. It's, yeah. it's strange, but I, I enjoy it. Um, then once the lawyer leaves... Secret compartments are open. Uh, we find out. I say secret compartments is just the drawer, and he has all the things set up to where he call. This is the guy. He's got the explosives. He's got that stuff, and he calls into the DJ and tells him that he really was hoping he'd do the right thing and stop DJing, but now he's gonna have to show him a lesson or, or learn him a thing or two or take matters into his hands again for the third time. And of course, this isn't enough of a time for them to track anything because the detective is pissed off that his methods doesn't work. And when the rich guy leaves his house with the bomb, right when he's speeding off, Mr. T starts his car up. But then the, the detective that's assigned from the yeah. department to watch comes up near Mr. T and says, hey, man, move along. We got this. And then is shocked when the person he's supposed to be tailing races off in a car like what? And then Mr. T just speeds off like idiot. I, I yeah. guess I'll go do your job now. And the guy's left they're standing there like whoa wow i guess i should you know be reprimanded because i'm not doing my fucking job yeah i would rather i sorry i know i was supposed to be uh, uh monitoring this rich guy that is probably a bomber um but i preferred to go harass a black guy instead like this show gets cops it really does i like so Mr. T and the rich guy, uh, the rich guy doesn't know he's being followed, but Mr. T's following him. Uh, poor Mr. T, his car has got that whole rusted yeah. door, but it's it's what it is. He has a license plate that says TNT, so that's good. Um, in, in, the, in the most suspicious way, the rich guy winds up in front of the radio station, leaves his car just on the curb, parked in a place that's probably not a parking zone, grabs the suitcase with a bomb in it, and then runs as fast as he can to the fire escape, like a fucking lunatic. The yeah. most suspicious of suspicious. 
I mean, because before he's had time to plant the bombs and they, you know, he had a, he had them, you know, set before he went home and made the phone call. This one he's had to improvise last minute. So he's had to make his, he's had to call the DJ, said, hey, I'm going to do something else and then run and plant a bomb, which you think maybe you just hold back on that phone call until the last minute. I mean, yeah, it would go with his style, but he's at the, he is at the radio station and he's going to blow it up. Yeah. He plants the bomb. He gives it 60 seconds. Again, what the fuck, dog? You're going to, yeah. you're going to be too close to this when it goes off. You're, they will find you. Absolutely. Or you might die, you idiot. Mr. T, but he's not thinking. Mr. No. T goes up to the roof after this guy sets it all up and then Mr. T and him have a fight. He pulls a gun on Mr. T. Mr. T easily just gets it away from him because he gets distracted. Um, Mr. T and him fight. Mr. T clocks him really good in the face. The guy realizes, oh, fuck, we're going to die. There's like less than 60 seconds on that timer. I got to go stop it. So Mr. T says, then do it, man. He does. And no one gets blown up, thankfully. So, I okay. Because, you know, usually like in TV and movies, when there's like a timer, it's like, we're going to be fucking around with this. And it was honestly, it was doing pretty good until we got to the eight second mark. And then there was like 10 seconds of Mr. T and this guy fighting before he went and stopped it. But it was, you know, at first it was it was actually pretty much on point. And it was scary. I I was on the edge of my seat. Like I know they're not going to kill Mr. T in the first ep- in the first couple of episodes, mm-hmm. but goddamn, I was like, wow, this is this really going to go off and then there's like that's part of this? I mean, it wouldn't put it I wouldn't put it past him. That would be interesting, but no. They're able to defuse he's able to defuse it, but you know, this rich guy's going to jail, Brad. Time has passed. They're all in at the courthouse, and DJ is coming out. They've dropped the case. The other guy is going to jail for a long time. But the DJ is kind of disheartened. Like, should I continue my show or not? What angle do I have? What's going on? Mr. T mentions that his favorite uh, medium is radio. Not radio, TV. And the guy's like, wait a minute. TV's the worst. Why would you... So much time is wasted watching TV. That's an angle. Maybe I can go to my radio show and tell people how horrible the TV is. Yeah. Radio all the way, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay, <laughs> cool, whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay. Wait till the internet comes around, dummies. <laughs> yeah. Um, everything changes. And then po- radio podcast. What? Listen, podcast brought radio back. <laughs> Fuck your TV. We won. <laughs> oh yeah. So that's that's the episode, Brad. Who won and who lost? I mean, biggest loser, rich guy. Yeah, he is both the loser of the episode and I would say a genuine loser if I could call someone that in a derogatory term as like just a label. Yeah. Just the worst. Yeah. The worst. You're rich and this is what you spend your money on and time? Go fuck, no, fuck off. This is stupid. Yeah. I think, I think PJ the DJ won. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, like vindicated. Like there was a rich guy who plotted bombs to thwart him. Like that does nothing but like boost your cred. <laughs> He's going to get way more publicity. He's going to get way more listeners. It doesn't matter what, where he pivots now. He he is made in the radio scene yeah. going forward. You're right. He wins. Yeah. Best dressed, worst dressed. I mean, Screech Powers is wearing some lame stuff, but I guess it's it's at least in a character. Yeah. Most of the things that DJ wears is just are just bad. Yeah. And I would say his first outfit where he has like the, uh, it's a white shirt, but it has like black trim and the bolo tie uh, is my least favorite. And that's including really? the scene with the hot dog shirt. But See, I, I could be swayed. I think Rich Guy's last outfit with the polo shirt and the brown suede jacket is the bottom of the barrel. You know what? I think you're right. Because one, it 
least the DJ is doing something. The fashion may not be the best, but it's still fashion. Yeah. Like, he's at least making an effort to make an outfit. It's a look. This rich, yeah, this rich guy, it looks like he has loafers on. Oh, God, like, his he sucks. Out- <laughs> <laughs> he's got blue jeans on with a weird, like, undershirt and this stupid jacket. Like, he is, he is a fashion nightmare. God, lumpy fucker. Another person with interesting footwear. Yeah, he's just horrible. Like, he's just, everything about this guy is stupid. But who's best dressed? Best dressed is tough. I mean, like, I, I feel like we've given tea in his suits, like, before. And I feel like I, I... But I just don't know of anything else. God, every one of these rich guys' outfits is just bollocks. I, I, does Amy Amanda have anything that looks good? I don't think so. Like, I... I mean... And the wrestling singlet on Decker is just also a bad choice. What about, what does the waitress look like at the, the diner? Oh, yeah, I like the waitress. I mean, hers, again, was 80s fashion, but for fashion, it was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I mean, and I think it's also it, kind of a uniform as well. Yeah. And it, it, as far as, like, 80s fashion goes, it's the best version of that, uh-huh. at least that I think someone now could pull off and it not be like, what the hell are you wearing? Yeah, I can support that. All right. I, I, I guess the waitress wins. Congratulations, waitress. Thanks for Red, being a part. Thanks for being a part of uh, Mr. T's wacky note plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game we're playing, Brad. Much like Ramjack. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. I'm Alex. That's Brad. Uh, there's Ramjackpodcast.com. There's the Facebook group. There's the YouTube channel. Get at us. Let us know what you think. What's your thoughts? What are your feelings? Tell us what's up. Uh, we are continuing tea, right? Because we have to get Sophie in one of we these. We got to get Sophie slash Sophie. Got to. So look forward to that on the next episode. And friends, please keep in mind, if you're having trouble finding a connection between your rabble-rousing DJs and uh, a random uh, bomber making phone calls, maybe you should look closer at your deepfake. I mean, I, I guess about as much sense as anything I, there's not really a connection yeah i don't know i don't there's a stretch big stretch now is, is a is a map a deep fake map if it doesn't have a map license hmm well it's definitely illegal if it doesn't have a license because i think Illyrio, you have to have a license Illyrio, to map. do maps in canada have to be licensed <laughs> i wonder like is it a badge like is it is there a hierarchy in canada where the more licenses you have like the higher your social status is like at parties oh. or sorry oh, it's this VIP lounge is only for people with 50 licenses. Can I see them, please? Before um, you, you can have, even play. Do you have a VIP um, license? <laughs> and the I only have... way to get a VIP license is to have 12 other licenses. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, he wouldn't. Um, of course not. Gotta go through license education. So How many so licenses many... do I have? Ooh, great question. You got a driver's license. I know that. I think that's about it. Unless oh. there's something else I'm licensed for that I'm just not aware. Hmm. And you've only got hmm. one, right, Brad? Oh, I'm gonna get my driver's license. I uh, I got uh, got uh, got my uh, got my mustard making license. I, uh, <laughs> you better have it in Florida, friend. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Careful. God. Oh, DeSantis is gonna come after me for not being properly licensed to make mustard. <laughs> How many licenses does Jimmy Pops have? <laughs> oh, poor Jimmy Pops. Do you think Sophie's getting her license right now? That's why she hasn't been on the show. That could be a reason. She's just getting licensed up. Like every kid takes a summer or like maybe a gap year between (laughs) high school and college to just get licensed up. Just anything that they might need in the future. Like, all right.
I'm going to go ahead and get these license just in case. Just in case. Ansies. So I'm ready for the Ansies. world. <sighs> Brad, did you see, this is so random because I know we're running low on time, but did you see where people were giving Bernie Sanders flack for talking about how NASA should maybe reprioritize giving billionaires money for space hobbies? They were giving him a hard time about that? Okay. I, I Because I am, I guess, so in... Like, I follow a lot of people uh, in various sciences. There were a lot of people that were giving Bernie Sanders flack for saying that. And they're oh. like, if Bernie Sanders knew most of the space uh, stuff has been privatized, of course they just give NASA money and then they hand it out to people to help work on it. This is like weird that he would say this. How dare you say this about space? And I'm like, motherfuckers, what are you talking Jeff about? Jeff Bezos can like pay for shit himself. Yeah. We don't need to give Jeff Bezos... M- These goddamn damn motherfuckers that want to fucking lick Jeff Bezos's fucking boot can fuck right off. And these people aren't trying to, I would say, are not, I would say, from what I've read, like, they don't realize that. They are just take oh. offense of, to them, it's an attack on the space program no, and therefore it must be negative. these people are goddamn fucking idiots. They are. Like, I'm sick of these people. You can't read a goddamn article. Like, figure your shit out. Stop complaining about shit if you don't know what you're talking about. Goddamn fucking morons. Like, there's a lot of shit to be pissed off at Bernie Sanders about, but, like, like not wanting to give Jeff fucking Bezos money is not one of them. Be pissed off that Bernie's not saying, cut Jeff Bezos' head off, because that's what he should be doing. <laughs> like, that's what we should all be saying until somebody cuts his goddamn head off. By the way, if anyone's listening, they could cut Jeff Bezos' head off. I incite you to cut Jeff Bezos' fucking head off. The red before before that, I, I mean, I, I would say never advocate. I, I'm not someone that advocates violence. This is definitely bad. I but I, I guess do. we should go to the, the, the call. Caller, you're on the, you're Caller, on the air. Brad would Caller, like to hear from pick you. Up now. Pick what up are now. you angry about? And what are you going to do about it? And how do you plan to cut off Jeff Bezos' head? <laughs> that's how your show ends. Like, what are you mad about? Okay, that's cool. How are you going to take, how are you going to Highlander Jeff Bezos? Like, even if it's unrelated, just tell me how you would do it. Like, motherfuckers. So many things to be pissed off about. Not wanting to give the richest man in the history of the goddamn planet more money is not a reason to be pissed off. And it's not just Bezos. So, like, uh, Elon Musk is also in the space industry. Boeing. Like, all these people who make disturbing amounts of money who work off government contracts. We need to... I I would also advocate to rethink it on all levels. Such a fucking grift. All these motherfuckers just trying to get more fucking money. God if, damn, fuck them all. Also, uh, to close on the alien thing, if if there were spaceships running around or some sort of flight that, again, would the Pentagon be that you want to give that money to? Or would you want to give that to something like NASA? Not all of it, but just part of it, since it is more thing. related to... Well, it's the same thing. Hey. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. Very true. Fuck them. Heads on pikes. <laughs> Take me down, motherfuckers. Come for my license. Come for my license. Take my podcast license. I'll see you motherfuckers in court. <laughs> oh, no. A, t- a time portal opened up. Someone from the future uh, is coming back here, but you got to recruit people from the past. But you got to have the... Are you licensed to fight in the future? Hmm. I don't give a fuck about your license. I'm going to... I'm going to... Hey, hey, time traveler. Ooh, the future's Instead all about of, licenses, friend. That's what the aliens hey, are fighting hey, time about. time traveler. <laughs> unless you're bringing me winning lottery numbers... Go back to your goddamn lame-ass alien future. I mean, I guess we could make sure that, I guess we don't have to ask the aliens for their licenses, but I mean, that's what we that's what we do in the future, so I guess there's no other option. But uh, huh, maybe lottery numbers is what we should have came back with instead of coming back to recruit you for the future and fighting. I like Alex, I I please watch this movie and report in on it. Oh, at this point I am definitely in. It's This it's, is the 
stupidest sounding fucking movie I've ever heard of. I think July, I think it comes out Ju- the, the, like July 4th, like on that weekend of July 4th. So cool. It's, cool. it's, it's I, close. Can't wait. Everyone, please report in on what sounds like the stupidest fucking movie. <laughs> and get, I'm fine with stupid movies, but this sounds particularly stupid on premise alone. Oh, uh, agreed. Uh, agreed. But we'll, we'll, we'll touch base. We'll see what's up. Mm.